0: Don't let the naysayers talk you down. And you just can't let that affect you. You have to move past that and in your heart and soul know that you're going to give it your all.
1: Welcome to the Small Business Celebration Podcast, the podcast by successful small business owners or business owners like you, so you can grow a strong and profitable business and use something you learn on this podcast today. Our guest is Carla Cope of Cope's Naughty Pine Cafe, and she's going to guide us on the importance of why a community curiosity can help your business get off the ground, why a working interview can help you find the right employee, and why having something special planned for you can help grow your business. But before we get into this wide-ranging conversation, Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. At Claro Tire Company, we know that you want to be safe and secure riding on tires from a family who cares about your family as much as we care for our own. In order to do that, you need quality tires from a family you trust. The problem is, is that there are a 100 different national tire stores in town, and their buying process is a chore, and they treat you like a faceless number. We believe that you and your family are an extension of our family. We understand the noise you feel with the hundreds of faceless different tire companies that treat you like a faceless number. And that is why we at Claro Tire Company have one of the largest repeat customer bases in Kern County for the last 77 years. Here's how we do it. When you come into Claro Tire, you're not just a number, you become family. We select the specific tire that's the safest for your family, your car, and your budget. We install your tires and give you an unconditional guarantee on your tires. Join the Clarou Tire Company family at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California, or call us at 661-324-6069 or find us on our website at that's cleroutire.com. That's C-L-E-R-O-U tire.com. Stop the feeling of faceless confusion from a 100 different national tire stores. Join the family with the Clarou Tire Company family. You'll be glad you did. Clarou Tire Company, 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield, California. Or call us at 661-324-6069 or find us on our website at com. That's C-L-E-R-O-U tire dot com. As a business owner, you are a visioneer, and you are ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than your mainstream competition. But what about your message? If your clients and customers don't clearly understand what you can do for them, you are leaving money on the table. If you confuse, you lose. Here at Small Business Celebration, we have a seven-step solution that can clarify your message and put you in the game. Don't leave money on the table. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule an introduction today. Hello, fellow business owners. I'm Michael Roberts with the Small Business Celebration podcast. And our guest today is Carla Cope with Cope's Naughty Pine Cafe. And to give you an idea, and you can tell by the, the sounds in the background, we are here at the restaurant. And I can tell you when I first showed up trying to find a parking spot, to get into this restaurant was a real challenge, and, and it's about 9.30 in the morning, so I could just imagine what this place is like 6 a.m. when you guys first start opening this restaurant. And this restaurant is a wonderful, wonderful piece of history and all kinds of decorations on the walls reflecting back to the, a lot of the history of Bakersfield and all the kinds of Western uh, paraphernalia that goes with it. And like I said, our guest today is Carla Cope, and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And tell us a little bit about uh, some of the accomplishments of the cafe.
0: We get a lot of recognition from Yelp and Google, TripAdvisor, Groupon. They have really been very good to us. Um, Our customers write in, we get high stars and, and high regards. And so that's really been our biggest promoter.
1: How has those impacted your business and have you stand out from the other 100,000 restaurants here in California?
0: I think that as as everything's turned towards internet and using your phones and when you're traveling, the first thing you do is go look up Where's the best place to eat? Uh-huh. And so because of the star ratings, people look us up, and I think we're four and a half stars, so they want to come see what it's all about. So that's been really good for us, for travelers.
1: This restaurant isn't exactly right mm-hmm. off the freeway. No. So, <laughs> so, those, so those travelers who come in want to come to this restaurant.
0: Yes, they definitely make an effort to get off and, and uh, come see us.
1: And what was life like before you bought this business or started this business?
0: So my husband and I both had full-time jobs. He worked in the oil field business, and I ran a dental office, Mm. and so totally different. And we both just wanted to buy this someday for who knows what reason, but we just both (laughs) were kind of passionate about owning this. So that's kind of where it started. And what was the passion about? You know, we really thought that this was never going to be a business. We were going to own it and flip a few burgers, have a place to hang out on weekends with our friends. It never was going to be what it is today. That was never our vision in the beginning. Okay, and how has that vision evolved or changed? You know, the very first day we opened the doors... We, and we never advertised, it was only people driving by watching us build it for 12 months while while we uh, were building and putting it together, um, and people started showing up. The day we opened the doors, people just kept coming and coming, and we were so basically overwhelmed because... We had two waitresses and two cooks, Mm -hmm. and we thought that was going to be more than enough. (laughs) And so we were just so blessed that people wanted to come
1: see what we were all about. And how did you earn your first 100 customers or so?
0: You know, I think from people driving by, they would stop. Like I said, it took us 12 months to build it before we ever opened And people would stop by and we'd invite them in to look around, see what we were doing, and really just started building that friendship and relationship Mm -hmm. with um, just the people of Bakersfield.
1: You had people coming in. The restaurant wasn't open yet, and you were giving a guided tour, essentially, of what was yet to come?
0: Yes, yes. People were curious, <laughs> and you know we were excited, so we wanted to share what we were doing, and you know it wasn't all positive. We had lots and lots of people tell us, restaurant business is the hardest business, we're not going to make it, it's not going to, you know, don't quit our day jobs. I mean, we really had a lot of... A lot of naysayers, but we were very passionate about this, so we blocked that out and continued moving forward.
1: When you started this business, was there somebody who was a mentor or somebody whose credibility you leaned upon to give you advice to help you with your business?
0: You know, honestly, we really depended on each other and our family. Mm. Um, We went out to eat. And there were things that we said, if we ever owned a restaurant, we would not do that way. Or we, you know, this is what we like, this is what we don't like. So we really based everything off of our beliefs of how customer service should be. And so that's really what got us there. And then, like I said, the support of our family.
1: What was one of the challenges that you faced in building and growing your business?
0: Um, employees probably were our first and foremost. Um, the, I think maybe the third day we were open, our cook didn't show up and never in my life had I dealt with an employee not showing up when you were hired, you went to work. That's what we were taught. So that was, that was a new challenge for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, throughout the years we've had to overcome that. And know what to do in that situation and and how to get through till we could get somebody in here to, you know, take care of things. So um, that's been something that we've really learned how to multitask. You know, the girls that come in early, they know how to start the gravy, get the bacon on, get the biscuits going if need be. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. and, and now I've got a great group, so I don't have to
1: worry that about that with these cooks. And how did you cultivate that great group?
0: Um, trial and error. Mm. You really, I've always been a people person, even in the, when I worked in the dental field, um, I really just got a feel about somebody and we do what we call working interviews. So they have to come in and show me what you can do. And that gives me a feel of what it's going to be like. And if I think they can handle it, and then also, it gives them a chance to see this is a crazy busy restaurant and it's not for everybody. So on both sides, it gives you a good feel of if it's going to be a fit or not.
1: You mentioned that you started in the dental practice and then you went into the restaurant business, <clears throat> uh-huh. which, like you mentioned, is is not exactly a linear move. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what, were there any kinds of books or anything that helped give you inspiration or knowledge to help you? Go from being an employee to owning a business?
0: I think because I was the office manager of the dental office. So, you know, I took care of payroll, I took care of books, I handled the employees. That gave me a lot of knowledge on how to do it. But the restaurant business is its own. It's own little (laughs) ordeal. So uh, we just really just tried to base everything off common sense and the knowledge that we had dealing with the public, dealing with the people, you know, our our past businesses and trial and error. That was basically what got us through.
1: You were talking about trial and error and that sort of thing. Did you solicit advice from your customers to find out how to improve your business?
0: Um. Whether I asked or not, some were more than happy to volunteer what they think I should do.
1: <laughs> Whether you wanted um, it or
0: not, uh, 21 years later, we still get that. Um, we there was some very good advice given. You know, people would have really great suggestions, and so we took uh, we took in all the information that anyone would give us, and and just you know take the part that we needed to make it at that time.
1: In the last five or six years, the world has changed a lot. Definitely. And and you had mentioned a lot of your business is currently due to social media and and reviews and that sort of thing. And for what you're doing now, in the last five years, what new belief or behavior has changed the way you run your business (laughs) versus when you first started it?
0: I don't know that it's really changed anything because... Our passion is customer service. Mm. We take care of our customers like they're our family, as some of them have become our family. Um, and we just, that that is where I think that sets us above other maybe chain restaurants because mm. everyone who walks through the door is greeted, they're talked to, and it just is a feeling. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that social media has not necessarily changed that. It's definitely opened up the door for more people to get to experience this. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it's changed how we take care of people.
1: If you were to have somebody, an employee or a young person that was interested in going into the restaurant business, what advice would you give them?
0: You have to be prepared to work hard. Uh, You have to be married to your business. So, you know, you can't just walk in, look around, everything works, and walk out. I'm here six days a week. Uh, I'm in my office, you know, ten hours on the day I'm not here. So you have to put your heart and soul into it. And if you put your heart and soul into it and persistence, then you will make it. In any business, not just the restaurant. But the the restaurant is a tough business because... Any little thing could go wrong, and that can turn someone away. So you have to strive for perfection
1: every single day. And what little things do you do to achieve that perfection?
0: Um, I think part of it is that I'm here and I'm working with my staff. I'm not one to stand and point fingers. I'm on the floor working right by the side of them. I want to teach them and show them that they can work as hard as I work and taking care of people it's not about serving the food it's not i you know i buy good food and i serve a good product but it's about taking care of the customer and the experience that they're going to get makes your experience working better Mm. so that's what i try to teach my employees
1: um, that work with me and for the ambitious future business owner what advice should they ignore
0: don't let the naysayers talk you down because we had plenty of people saying you're not going to make it restaurants the toughest business you can't go out on your own just you know, stay where you're at and you just can't let that affect you you have to move past that and in your heart and soul know that you're going to give it your all and whether you make it or you don't make it you're going to put your everything into it so that you can rise above and know you did everything you could
1: there are going to be days where you don't want to get out of bed. There are days when life is a real challenge. And what do you do to get out of bed and put one foot in front of the other and and keep going and, and having a, a solid business? So
0: <clears throat> when I start to feel burnout or just, you know, overwhelming, some weeks are tougher than other type things, then... I always have to have uh, something planned to look forward to. Mm. So whether it's go to the beach, go to the mountains, go, you know, take a little trip. I've always got to have something scheduled that I can look forward to, to know that I can get away and have a little downtime. So that's kind of my peace of mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What new realizations or approaches to your life outside of your business has your business instilled upon you?
0: That no matter where I am, I'm the Naughty Pine Girl. And everywhere I go, you know, people recognize me. And so I guess I feel like how I act and the type of person I am is reflects not only here, but when I'm away. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm not genuine when I'm here Therefore, when I'm out and I see them, I stop and chat, I visit, I, you know, we go to their houses when they're sick, we go to the hospital. I mean, I thoroughly care about my customers. So it's not just six to two when I'm here, it's 24-7. That's my life.
1: One of the challenges that some business owners have is that there is a lot going on. And there are a lot of distractions that come your way. What have you gotten really good at saying no to?
0: I think that in the very beginning, I couldn't say no to anybody Mm. for anything, no matter how crazy it was. And I feel like at this point in my life, I've gotten better. If I can't do it, I just say, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I really have gotten better at that. And so if it's something, you know, that I really just am overwhelmed, too much going on, then I have gotten better at saying, nope, I just can't do it this time. So, yeah, but it's still tough. It's (laughs) it's hard to say no. It is. It's hard to say no. My sister really helps me with that. Like, you know you can't do it. It's okay to say no, you know. So she really encourages me to to not be so crazy. (laughs)
1: Could you have envisioned what your business looks today versus when you first started?
0: Absolutely not. How so? Ab- well, like I said, when we first opened, I was going to continue my job. My husband was going to continue his, and we were going to hang out here on the weekends. We had no idea that it would be a real full-blown business. So after seven years is when I came full-time Wow! and, and retired from the dental field. And so... We just sometimes, even after you know, 21 years, I look around and it's a wow moment for me that people really want to come eat at our place. So it, it still is
1: amazing to me. And how has your business changed you? Um, hmm.
0: that's a tough one because maybe it, it's. I, I never knew how strong I was because I was always quiet and shy growing up. And so uh, it, it has made me realize how strong I am and how determined I am when I have something passionate about that I can get through. Right. So I, I think that's probably, yeah, what I've noticed.
1: And what are some of the benefits that you have earned? as a result of owning a successful business for 21 years?
0: Um, I guess the nice thing is, you know, you are your own boss. So if you do want to go somewhere, you can get away and go. You can, you know, take the time to do the things that you want to do as well as have to do. And it, it the benefit is all of the people that we have met and, and that we know through the restaurant, we would have never had that opportunity. So I think that is a big plus to, you know, get to see the, the wide diversity um, of people.
1: This has been a wonderful interview, Carla. And the, as the listeners can hear in the background, it is a very lively restaurant. <laughs> it's, and there's a lot going on. And we want to thank you very much for being on the Small Business Celebration podcast. And we look forward to you to joining us again soon.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Fellow visioneers and small business owners, at the end of each of our podcasts, we ask our guests to give us their contact information so that we can go see their businesses in action. And we were having such a good time, Carla and I, that we completely forgot to give her contact information out. So go visit Carla at Cope's Naughty Pine Cafe, that's Cope's Naughty Pine Cafe at 1530 Norris Road in Bakersfield, California. They are open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., every day and you've got to check this place out it is a wonderful dining experience for a nice family fun-filled restaurant so go check out Carla at Cope's Naughty Pine Cafe 1530 Norris Road Bakersfield California they're open from 6 a.m to 2 p.m every day I've been asked who is a visioneer a visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visionaires are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit, Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own life. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioner by joining the tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond. And you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also... If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I am your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.